0: Hi, and welcome to Wakes It Takes, episode 57. I don't have a number for you. Who's 57? Uh, research department, get on that. I'm Trey, joined as always by Dylan Tucker and Cam. How are we, fellas? We're doing Living the dream. Super Bowl week. The last week of football. I can't believe it's already here. I feel like we just started the season. But here we are. Uh, full Superdu- Super Bowl uh, pre-show we got lined up. Uh, I want to touch on a couple other things outside of the Super Bowl. Uh, some Patriots stuff, but we'll start with winners and losers. So, um, winner for point, Dylan got a point this week, brings him up to two, leading the way.
1: Yes, Francisco
0: oh, Rodriguez. Whoever that is. Never heard of him. Um, and then there was a, a, a second poll that Three of us tied on. Cam, Tucker, and I tied on. So I threw up a tie-rigger pull and then Cam and I tied again. So I got a coin right here. Uh, since I'm behind, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call heads.
2: It is heads. So you can see it. Mm. I can't see Sonic anything. Cam? So. I, I said from the beginning I, I can't see Trey's video. So well, I'm going to call. The other two, I have two witnesses.
0: So, that's a point to me. So, that means Dylan with two, the rest of us with one. Uh, Any other winners and losers in a
3: slow week? Uh, Dylan, uh, did we mention that Dylan with his uh, Tampa Bay Messiah thing? Another winner for him? Yeah, we said that last week. All right, I wasn't sure if we brought that up. Um, Matt Stafford
0: not going to the Colts as a loser for Tucker. Um, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but... The Mets got bought by not um, Donald Trump, so that's a loser. Or Noy.
2: I'd say Poor by him, too.
0: Oh, yeah, Poor Noy. Poor a loser. Um, so, slow week, so not a lot of winners and losers. Waste of takes. Let's get into it. Uh, who has a waste
3: of take? I just came up with one right now. Do you want to go? Yeah, sure. Um, so, I was looking into the Matt Stafford trade. And looking into Sean McVay's record of just trading away every single first-round pick he can. He's traded away, like, two or three for Jalen Ramsey. He just traded away another two. I think they don't have a first-round pick till like, I heard 2026. I think every team should do this. I don't think first-round picks are that important. And getting real players that you know are actually good is a way more valuable thing than a first-round pick that could pan out. That's like With these trades, they're saying, oh, the Rams got killed in this trade. I've decided the Rams haven't been killed because the Rams know that they're getting someone, and they know what they're getting out of that player. Versus the Lions, a team historically bad at everything, now have two more first-round draft picks to lose. Guess what? Sean McVay is playing chess. You can't be mad at him because he's just creating a good team with – these first-round picks, but he doesn't have any more to trade, which is the one problem. Okay, so that was going to be my first point, is that you
0: have mortgaged your future, you're in win-now mode. So if they don't win now, their future is going to be
3: tough. I Just re-agency. You don't need rookies to win championships.
0: And then cap becomes a problem. That's part of the reason they got rid of Goff, is because they're going to have no cap. Um, so i you to look at a team like your favorite team, the New England Patriots. Now the Patriots have been signing guys throughout the years. Uh, They've had Tom Brady to pull guys in and they basically haven't used first round picks. They either traded them away or used them on bad players. And look where they are now. Now their big free agency draw is gone. Six championships. They have no base roster to build on. Like their base roster is a bunch of old guys that have been there forever and junk. So I think this is this is if you're in win now mode, which I guess they are, I think it's fine. But they are now. They have to win. They have to keep winning. Um, I'll break. I'll talk about more what I think about the trade. But um, I think I think you're playing with fire here. I don't think it's a good idea. Get rid of all your first round picks like this because if something goes wrong and they start losing. They're going to be in trouble. So I think I think first round picks are valuable just to build a base of your roster that you can you can supplement with free agents and stuff like that. Um, and it's a lot more of a uh, it's 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 easy it's easy to say that it's you can go out and get free agents, but there, then you're pitting against 31 other teams. And I think it's 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 dangerous to go that route. So I think first round picks are valuable and i think the rams are giving up a little too much here for stafford i think they're just doing it to offload Goff's contract which
2: was a stupid contract in the first place but cam go ahead yeah um i think this is absolutely a win for the rams i think it's actually a win for the lions too um they got a good, good amount out of it but the rams are in win now or win never mode actually they're not winning with jared Goff. they proved that when he did not score or produce any sort of offense in the Super Bowl that he played in and got in because of a pass interference. Goff was not the answer. McVay knew that there were two quarterbacks this year that they could have gone after Sean Watson or Stafford Stafford instantly showed interest in the Rams. There's a decision to be made. Are we going to go after this guy? Who's just been in a lousy situation and always put up good numbers. Um, Or are we going to stick with Goff, who has just constantly been the 17th, 18th best quarterback in the league and got us to a Super Bowl based on our defense and then didn't perform? Get rid of him. Uh, Sell your soul if you have to because you're not going to win anyway with the guy that you have. So why not trade away the the picks? You have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and now Stafford. You're going to have them for the next three years. You're in win-now mode, but it's better than being in win-never mode with a guy that you don't trust. And Goff said the same thing. He said, I'm excited to be somewhere that wants me and appreciates me. Yeah, Detroit wants anything that, you know, has to do with anything. So, obviously, the Rams were kind of throwing shade at him, which was rightfully so. I, I mean, he just doesn't perform adequately enough that's a really really good football team um, I think Stafford's gonna be a huge help and I think the Rams are, are you know favorites going into the next season or you know top five or so Dale
1: it, it's we talked about this before but when it comes down to picks if you can have if you have a mindset going into the draft knowing that you can get guys later um, because that's you know where they're scheduled to to come out of the draft. Uh, and you know your guys there. Might as well trade for those picks because those are the, t- the players that are going to make you better. Um, and to Tuck's point, if you don't need a first round pick to take a chance on some guy that you might not need, it makes more sense. And, and Cam's right uh, when this is a win-win for both teams. So I'm on point there as well.
0: All right. Um, so I got a waste to take for you. Um So I, I hate this take. And I I had two takes this week that I was going to do. And the first one that I decided not to do was Chris Godwin to the Patriots. It's an easy point take. Um, Patriots need a wide receiver. Chris Godwin's free agent. The Bucks are going to be in cap trouble. But I'm not going to do that one because I really don't believe it. Um, Because the Patriots, it seems like, it just seems like to me, this is the offseason from hell already. They're getting a lot of coverage this week with the Brady factor. And, uh, I don't want to go into that. That's not my take. My take is, if you look at what the Patriots did at quarterback, it is a Patriots take. You look at what the Patriots quarterback did this last year. When Brady left, they had no plan. They thought Stidham was a guy, but then they realized he wasn't a guy when he went to a bunch of Texas weddings and they decided to go after a free agent. Um, they waited to the last possible second to sign the worst quarterback of the group, Cam Newton, for nothing. And um, I do think this year they're going to draft a quarterback, but, I don't think they're going to do it in the first round. Um, the more and more I think about it, um, I think they're going to try to pick up a veteran and maybe get a guy in the second round who can play behind him. I think they're going to do the exact same thing. I think they're going to do the exact same thing they did last year and wait for somebody to fall to them. And you know who that guy is going to be? Somebody no one's talking about. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is going to be a free agent, and the Patriots are going to sign him. They're going to wait. He's a he's a guy that, that will in their offense, he makes, he makes the safe throws. He doesn't throw a lot of picks, but he's not a, he's not a great quarterback. He's not a good, he's not going to elevate you. And I think this is exactly what they're going to look for. They're going to look for the guy who makes the safe throws. Who's a little bit mobile now in today's NFL, where you have to have a mobile quarterback unless you're Brady. Um, And I think that they're just going to put this around and screw around again. And the guy they pick probably won't end up working out and they're going to be doomed. So I think they're going to wait around and grab Tyrod Taylor for no money and see if they can uh, go at it again, because Belichick clearly thinks it's all system, even though it's not. And uh, they think that they're going to get wins with Taylor as a system QB. I
2: like it. Um, I Actually, the only reports I've heard about Tyrod Taylor really were Giants reports, actually, about them thinking about bringing him in. Uh, could be just because I follow some Giants news guys and not other places. So I actually like this. It goes kind of along with my Fitzpatrick take. If you want to put Tyrod Taylor and Fitzpatrick in kind of similar shoes, both have started for a lot of different teams. Um, Tyra Taylor was actually a pro bowler one year, I think, when he played on the Bills. Um, so yeah, him and Fitzpatrick are actually really similar. They, they tend to start. First few games of the season, win like half of them or so, and then they that team usually goes to their backup quarterback, usually a rookie who they just drafted. It happened with Tua this year. It happened with uh, Jameis the year that Fitzpatrick played with the Bucks. That happened with Baker Mayfield when Tyrod Taylor played for the Browns. It happened with Tyrod Taylor when Herbert. So yeah, I mean, this makes a lot of sense if they're trying to bring in a guy to start the first few games, see how he does have the rookie sit behind him and bring him in. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor, Brian uh, Fitzpatrick, those are the exact same kind of guys I'm talking about. So oh, uh, I, I actually I like the stake. whether it's going to be him. I don't know, but I think that's what they should do. You uh, a veteran guy, draft a rookie that you like and, you know, play it out, see who's better. Carter?
3: yeah, no, I'm uh, completely on the same page as Cam on this. I would be completely fine with that. Let me tell you... Guys that play under Tyrod Taylor for a little bit thrive. We got the last two players to play under Tyrod Taylor were Baker Mayfield and Justin Herbert. Both turned into, look like they're turning into great quarterbacks. So you know what? If we have a guy sit behind Tyrod for a little bit, maybe put Mac behind Tyrod for a little bit, I feel a lot more confident. So I'm completely on board with this, Trey. You can't hurt me with your words. I'm trying to say that the Patriots won't do anything. Because I'll spin zone whatever you say into a positive. Don't.
1: Um, I'm sorry. What What was the take again?
0: Oh my god! What are you doing? <laughs> I'm,
1: trying, I'm trying. to think of my own.
0: Tyrod Taylor's going to be Right? right. Yes.
1: Sorry. Yes. Winners. Um, no, they're going Cam Newton again, round two.
0: I wouldn't be surprised with that either. either. I um, I think they are. I don't know what I, I'm just so tired of like I, I want to touch more. On, I don't know if you guys heard Danny Amendola's comments this week, but he basically said that the coaches think that they invented the Patriot way, but it was all the players, and that and I, th- I think there's some truth to that. And you have to just look at like the Patriots documentary the do your job documentary after the 2014 super bowl they don't talk about what a great jump malcolm butler made on the play they don't talk about brandon browner picking a guy they talk about oh we practiced this we knew it was coming the whole time the coaches knew the whole time it was me patricia and ernie adams who had it locked in it's just to me i think that they're gonna look at this team and be like oh you know cam newton yeah he was hurt and we had covid and everything so uh tyra taylor will be able to get us to the playoffs uh, under our system, I don't think that's true. I think Tyrod Taylor will be okay. I think they might win eight games with Tyrod Taylor, but we'll have to see what else they grab.
1: Yeah, All I right. I would assume that they would go for some. They would want to go for something exponentially greater than Newton if they can. I don't if they can, and I don't think Tyrod's that. So
2: it's only Deshaun. Deshaun's the only other option. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. season. Okay. Yeah, trade, trade worthy, you're right. Jimmy G, Matt Ryan. And, and this well. Ryan, I, I mentioned this earlier over text that I don't think he can be traded until the summer unless the Falcons want to take a huge cap hit or something. So I'd imagine it's still going to be up to you. But yeah, there's free agency wise, you don't have a lot of options. Trade wise, all over the map. Um, but I don't know if Belichick's willing to get rid of his. Precious old TVs, all right, who's got to take? I'll one. Mine is Super Bowl-esque. Um, it's quick. It's straight to the point. I did some math behind this, uh, added up some numbers, calculated how long people are going to be coaching for. I came to the clu- conclusion that Andy Reid is going to go down as the greatest coach of all time um as simple as this andy reed's gonna win on sunday and we will talk about that later but andy reed's gonna win on sunday and he's going to continue to win he's six years younger than Bel- belichick let's assume that belichick coaches for the next six years and reed coaches for the next uh um give them right roughly about about the same amount of time um He's not too far behind him right now. I think he's like 59 games behind Belichick. Um, So in 60 seasons, let's say the Chiefs average 10 wins, has 60 wins right there, can take care of business. The Chiefs are going to the playoffs, I would imagine, every single year from here for for a long time. Dylan, you've talked about the cap base and stuff, but this is now a dynasty team where they have Patrick Mahomes. So the way, like Trey said earlier, they had the Tom Brady factor where free agents wanted to go there and would be willing to get paid less. Um, now they have the Patrick Mahomes factor. They have the Kelsey factor, Tyree Kill factor. One of them maybe will go. I think they'll let Tyree go before Kelsey. Um, but that's down the line. They're going to keep winning and just going to be a destination to everyone, um, Andy Reeves is going to keep winning. Mahomes is going to keep winning. Andy Reid's going to take over as the greatest coach of all time, and perhaps that. No, um, no, I let me go.
0: No, this is wrong. This is a bad take. You're trying to trigger all of us, I think, with this take. Um, okay, so first of all, let's consider the fact that they – let's say they coach the same amount of time, right? That's not going to happen. Andy Reid's about 800 pounds. He's, he's going to be quitting earlier. Bill Belichick's in relatively good shape. He doesn't look to be 70- Whatever he is, Andy Reid's big and fat. He's not going to be able to go that long. Second of all, when you look at, say, this Chiefs team does go on to win four bowls in the next six years, they look at those teams. You're going to say that was Mahomes, that was Mahomes, and now it's starting with Brady and Belichick. But the truth of the matter is, Belichick had excellent coach defenses for the beginning of their their dynasty. Those defenses carried them to the bowl and brought and Brady got them the rest of the way. Um, so that's, it, it doesn't come down to just the win total. Andy Reid is an all time great head coach. Sure. But he also has had some terrible, terrible coaching mistakes. People forget before he got to the chiefs, he was a laughingstock. The the joke around Andy Reid was he doesn't know how to read a clock. Andy Reid is a good head coach. He's not the best all time. He will not pass Belichick. People are going to look at the Chiefs team and say, "Wow, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, like those guys were amazing." They're, Andy Reid is an afterthought on this team, and he doesn't get enough credit. I think he, I think he, he does do a great job, but I, I don't think he's considered the, the straw that stirs the drink uh, for this team. And Belichick and has, I want to say, forty percent claims to the six, di- the six rings, where Brady has sixty. Whereas Mahomes is going to have like 80 and Reed is going to have like 20. So I, I totally disagree with this. I think even if he passes him in win totals, he's not considered the greatest coach of all time. Um, he hasn't had those signature moments with the Chiefs yet where it's been like, that's great coaching. Uh, other than maybe that, that play against the Browns. I mean, it just shows that he has a big ball sack, true, but no, I don't agree. Tucker,
2: big mask
3: uh yeah i'm not sure i buy it um i just i don't know there's something about i mean i number one he i mean he's been in the league forever and he just is starting to really see actual success as a head coach now but um the wins i mean he's like 70 wins behind i just looked it up uh belichick so that's not a small number at all um There was the past where he didn't know how to read a clock. And, I mean, he's on such a dynamic team now. It doesn't seem like – I think that he gets less credit than he deserves. But, I mean, a lot of credit has to go with having that team surrounding him. Um, But, no, I don't really buy this take of him being the GOAT coach in the future, especially because he's 700 pounds and will probably retire before Belichick.
1: Yeah, I I don't see it happening, um, him taking the crown, unless we see some major decline in skill on the Chiefs and then them still perform. Um, He's
3: also only won coach of the year once in his life.
1: So if he outpasses uh, Belichick and gets the wins, which I also think is doubtful, like Trey said, he would need to have some, like, Big moments as a head coach Um, and I don't don't really can't think of any that come to mind Um, so Cam I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one
0: Cam any
2: any response to any of that no I'm Guys, this is just something that we're going to have to wait a while to see. And when we're at, you know, 400 and whatever, we can we can come back to the topic, jot it down now, and we can have a nice little discussion. But I appreciate all your points. I understand them. I just have to think differently than you guys. And I think Dan Reed's going to eat about 3,000 cheese and still play uh, coach five, ten years after Coaching Belichick. Also, also, the I'd like to throw in
0: career consideration playoff wins where where are they on playoff wins because i know belichick has a crap ton more than he and andy does well that's that's fine because andy Reid's about to get a lot in the next six years whereas belichick might make the playoffs once if that if bill turns this if okay if, if, if this is all contingent on the on the patriots not turning around the next three years and i think that they're totally capable of doing that uh so we'll see uh
1: yeah, I, I came up with one here. Um so Super Bowl's taking place in Tampa Bay with the Bucks. Uh first team to home have their home field be the site of the Super Bowl. Um the league has I don't know if you saw this, the league has said that the Bucks are not allowed to fire the cannons off on their fabled pirate ship when anything happens to keep a like a neutral playing field. Um, these cannons are going off. That's the take. Cannons are going off. Somebody's going to sneak in there, light a fire. It's going to be great. It might be at the end of the game when the Bucks win. I don't care. The cannons are going off, and people are going to be pissed about it in the league office, but I don't care.
0: Okay. So the, what I was going to say is the only way this happens is at the end of the game. If the Bucks are victorious, then they will shoot them off, but that doesn't matter. That's, that's not during the game. And so I, I don't think during the game that they will go off. I think the NFL usually keeps a pretty tight wrap around Super Bowl weekend. Um, we've seen people who they don't want at media day thrown out, uh, even if they're in disguise. Um, they, they treat it like, this is the this is basically the NFL convention, the Super Bowl. Like this is this is when they get to show out everything they. It will be a little different because of COVID, and that will probably make it easier to lock down the cannons. I mean, fans certainly aren't going to shoot them off, but I don't think they're going to allow the Bucks personnel that work at Raymond James Stadium to get up there. So I don't think it'll happen during the game. It might if they win at the end. Tuck. Tucker.
2: What is he doing? All right, Cam. I I don't understand the whole cannons thing, but I they're going off for sure. Um, they'll go off on like the first field goal of the game or something. I'm thinking early. Um, but I don't know. If the Bucks are really going to score more than just a field goal. So Tucker, turn that up. Tucker, what are you
3: doing? I'm I'm trying to get my headset to work again. It wasn't working.
1: Well, it's well, working.
3: Can you hear us? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. I just had to turn it off and then turn it back on again. Your thoughts on the take? What was the take? Uh, go
0: ahead, Dill. Uh,
1: the league is not allowing the bucks, like the cannons, to go off on their pirate ship. Uh, the cans are going off. That's the take.
3: I can see them going off. I can, Uh, I think they They should send them off for everything. Like both sides, let the cans go off always. Let the cannons play. Why you wouldn't let them go off constantly. It's cool. It's a cool part about that stadium, the fact that they're not letting the cannons go off is a little annoying, but just make it so that they always have to go off for a score regardless of team. Boom I a hundred percent agree with the problem.
0: No no, it's gonna be should Bucks are
1: gonna score and their cans are gonna go off.
0: I don't think that's gonna happen. All right. Uh so, let's break down the big game. Let's get into our picks um, after we do that. I think I can't I can't lose this playoff, can I? There's no way. But, Dill, if you have that list, pull it up. Um, it. All right. So, first to start it off, COVID rearing its ugly head for the game. Uh, the Chiefs had to put two guys on the close contact list, their backup center, and then re- receiver. What is his name? Demarcus? Hello? Is anyone Robinson. paying attention? Robinson. Thank you. Robinson. I didn't know. I didn't know his name. Both of you are just looking down. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, uh, close contact. Um, so, the, the Chiefs are already missing their tackle, their starting tackle, if they lose another lineman. I didn't know it was a backup center. That's huge news, I guess. They don't have to technically lose another starting lineman. So, I think this, I look at these two teams and I see a really talented quarterback, uh, a a really talented group of receivers and tight ends, decent running backs, nothing that's going to be like crazy, crazy, Um, you know, solid middle tier running backs, uh, decent defenses, uh, good defensive fronts, um, good safeties. Between Matthew and Murphy Bunting and whoever the other guy there is on the Bucks. Uh, winfield. winfield, yeah. Um, winfield. Good linebackers. I mean, they, they match up on the field really, really well. And I think that the big uh, thing, the big X factor in this game is going to be coaching. And I would take Andy Reed over Bruce Arians 10 million times out of 10 million. Um, I think Bruce Arians is just a passenger for this Super Bowl. Um, I think that he's going to be totally lost when it comes to scheming a defense against Mahomes. He's already come out and said, "I'm terrified of Mahomes." Basically, he makes me pee my little pants. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to start start the breakdown by getting your your thoughts on the coaching matchup, Cam.
2: So I don't see this as Reed and Bruce Arians. I see this as a matchup between Andy Reid's Randy Reid, and Tom Brady, and then Tom Brady all most of the team itself. He's got got his hands full here, but that's kind of what he's been doing all year. I think Bruce Hance is going to sit on the sideline, they're going to give him a fake mic, and he's just going to pretend to talk to people. There's going to be one guy hired just to do some stuff in his ear and act like he's actually calling plays. He'll have no idea what's going on. I'm Tom Brady. He's actually doing all the work. And then, you know, they'll give him a little path reads game game. Obviously if we need a million out of a million, like you said. I think, I don't think it's actually even gonna go down come down um, I think the Chiefs are just gonna outplay them on every single level. I think up a, a lot of points and uh, you know, we can get into actual breakdowns stuff later, but as far as the cheeseburgers always win. Uh, I got about
0: thirty percent of that. I don't know about you. Yeah. Guys, so yeah, Cam, to
1: I, much. Cam, you're gonna have to go back and listen to this and just see what we're trying to work with here. <laughs> but, <laughs> so um, so uh, I'll I'll, I'll jump in though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, Dell.
1: Yeah, I'll jump in. So this doesn't even come down to Bruce Arians. It comes down to Tom Brady's experience in these games. I think. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, you know he's calling the shots. I have faith in him as a quarterback and a mastermind. That uh, I know this is what you said, Cam. As as a mastermind on the on the on the field, so I'm agreeing with Cam here on that. Um, I also agree with Cam here that <laughs> that uh, um, the Chiefs have. A very good chance of just rolling through and it's not even going to be that much of a need to coach basis so um, the saving grace is Tom Brady's experience for the Bucs it's not Bruce Arians
3: Tucker? Any thoughts on the coaching matchup? It's not really a matchup. Bruce Arians seems just like an idiot I mean he literally drinks paint um but yeah, I mean, this is, uh, Tom Brady's going to have to be Bruce Arians. I mean, Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. It's just, it's going to be Tom Brady versus in this, and that really worries me as someone rooting against Tom Brady because when it feels like everything's stacked up against him is when he does his best. All right, let's get more into the quarterback matchup. So we have the goat versus
0: the baby goat. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Brady throws three picks again and throws out another stinker. He has not been great in these playoffs. He's, he's thrown enough of, you know, really good passes to win games, which is, like I've said, the important thing that, you know, I still consider him a threat in the playoffs no matter what these odds are. But then again, he's thrown bad picks and he almost let a Washington football team that is horrid beat him. And then, you know, did everything he could to lose the game to the Packers, But Aaron Rodgers just wears a diaper and can't do anything. Turtle By the way, Del, the take that won was the
1: he wore, stupid. He wears the turtle, turtle
0: Um, So, and then you got Mahomes, who can do no wrong. Um, you got Mahomes, who is looking hot. He's mobile. He's healthy from what, I, what we saw in the AFC Championship. And he's on two weeks rest, which is going to be good. Um but I didn't finish my thought on Brady. Um my thought on Brady is I could also see him coming out and throwing for four hundred and fifty yards and just taking over the game like he has so many times in these in these types of matchups. Uh I I give the edge um to Mahomes here. Um I just think that he's so dynamic and so hard to stop. And Brady, while terrific, isn't can't get to that next level anymore. Uh where he completely takes over a game. Um, he's been shoddy at times this season. He for- Remember he forgot it was fourth down. I mean, that's something you don't see from him. Um, so I'm going to give the edge to Mahomes here in this quarterback matchup, but Brady scares the living crap out of me if I'm the Chiefs, and you can't let him back in a game. Uh, Tucker, quarterback matchup.
3: Yeah. Um, I also give the edge to Mahomes here. I. Right now, I think he's been the better quarterback throughout the year, throughout the last couple years. Um, Obviously, when it comes to the big game, both these guys have proven that they can perform at this level. Brady to more of an extent than Mahomes, obviously. So in terms of playoff caliber, definitely giving Brady the edge. And the clutch gene, still Brady. Uh, But overall, I'm probably giving a slight edge to Mahomes just because, I mean, this guy is playing on a level that we might not have ever seen before. This, like, the way he's been playing over the last few years is just unmatched. And so I'm not comfortable ever betting against that guy. Although I'm also not comfortable betting against Brady in a Super Bowl. But you know what? You got to bet against someone. And I'm really hoping he loses. So I'm just going to bet with my heart. Uh, Dill, quarterback matchup.
1: You guys said it all. Mahomes definitely has an edge. All
0: but right, Cam, quarterback matchup. I was
1: done. Never you mind. I'm
2: mute. Sorry about that. Um, how's my voice doing? Yeah, well, not when you start talking for real. All right. I actually am gonna give Brady the edge. Um, last year. You're we saw Mahomes come and just the first Super Bowl, some jitters. Uh, but he may know we going too well, uh, Bill. Not yeah, great. Lagging hard. Keep it brief. All right. Brady has the edge because he's been in a lot of these. Mahomes has only been in one. I'm always going to take Brady. However, the rest of the team taking the Chiefs. The Chiefs win by lot.
0: All right. Well, we weren't at that point yet, but I wanted to talk me a little more about the team. I wanted to compare the receiving course uh, for the Chiefs. They've got, of course, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, um, and then the supplemental guys like Watkins is looking more healthy. He might play. Um, you got the Pringle kid. You got me, Cole Hardman, getting those end arounds. Um, and then you got on the Bucks. you got Ed, Evans, Godwin, Brown, Gronk, so I give the ads to the Bucks. they got too many guys. They've got uh, Evans, who's a top five receiver in the league. They've got Gronk, who's a shell of himself, but still is is good enough to uh, make a difference. Um, you've got Godwin, who I love as a player, who I, I hope the Patriots go after hard. Um, you've got a missing one. Oh, Antonio Brown, who is healthy for this game, who I think they were missing uh, against the Packers. Um I don't like their guys more as like as players, but I just think as a collective group, they're stronger. Uh, of course, Tyreek Hill is the best receiver playing in this game, um, and he's going to be pretty difficult to cover. But I just think there's there's more of them on the Bucs' sideline than there are on the Chiefs. Doug? Uh,
3: yeah, so... Are we just talking wide receivers or just offensive weapons as a whole? I guess offensive weapons. Yeah, so... If we're talking offensive weapons as a whole, I'm definitely giving the Chiefs the edge. The Bucks definitely have the better receiving core, but if you factor in tight end and with Travis Kelsey being one of the most dynamic players in the NFL right now and the running back group they have down in the Chiefs of um, Clyde and Le'Veon Bell, I mean, I've got to give them the lean, especially when they have Tyree Hill and Mikko Hardman on the outsides who, although aren't as good as Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown are still a very elite wide-receiving duo, especially because they're just so fast. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this is two really good offenses, but I'm definitely giving the edge to the Chiefs in this category. If if uh, and I was if I was to say to look
0: at the running back groups, I obviously would take the Chiefs as well because I think if the Bucks need are going to win this game, they're going to need Ronald Jones have a massive day. And Whoa! They, uh, not
3: playoff, Lenny?
0: No, nope, no. Nope, I think Ronald Jones needs to be the guy. Uh, he's been their their guy most of the way, and I think that if he has a big day and gets going, it'll open things up for Leonard. But I think that these these their running backs need to have a big day if they're going to win the game. So I would go, but I would go with the edge with. Uh, uh, the Chiefs just because they're they're dynamic and pass catchers, both of them. Uh, Dill, weapons. Who you got?
1: Um, I agree with you again, Trey. If it was all offensive weapons, I'd go with um, the Chiefs. If it's just wide receivers, I would go with the Bucks. Um, side note. Uh, quick thought on Gronk. I think there's two scenarios I have for Gronk in this game. One, Brady tries to force it to him. Um, just because he's like, he's got faith in him. They've been here together. Um, he forced it to him and caused a whole bunch of problems and that net doesn't work. Or Gronk is just going to have an absolute monster of a game, save it all for the final game of the season. Um, Brady's going to hit him for like 130 yards and he's going to get absolutely destroyed up the middle, but he's not going to care. So I could see that going both ways with Gronk in this game. Um, but yeah, the Chiefs are for sure better offensively.
0: My uh, actual prediction for Gronk this game is the key to getting Brady wins is by protecting him. I think they're going to use Gronk a lot as a blocker. I don't think he's going to catch many passes in this game, but I think he will. His impact will be felt on the offensive line, much like it was against Chase Young, um, against Washington. So I think I don't think he's going to have a big game, big stat line, but I think his difference is going to be made blocking. Uh,
1: the uh, thing I can't, the, the thing is is I can see him uh, like third and eleven, and they're going to. They're going to try to force it to Gronk. Just Brady is just because uh, the chemistry that they have.
0: Maybe, maybe. Uh Cam, briefly,
2: what do you got? Um, uh, receiving core Chiefs offensive weapons. Chiefs. Um, I guess you're. I don't know if you're counting Kelsey as a receiver. Oh, yeah, uh, right, uh, Berger, I am. Okay, then yeah, Chiefs. Buy buy a million. Mike, he's a red zone threat. Can catch the ball high point in the end zone, but he barely made it over thousand yards this season. Um, Tyree, you can see a teen lot other fast dudes on the team. Uh, I'm going with the Chiefs. And to add in that patch, Mahomes, stops. No, just like we're not getting run
0: anything run now, Cam. And get open. And, uh, we're not getting anything now. All right. I um, hate uh, this. Defenses. This looks tough for me um, because I think they're both good defenses, not great. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bucks here because I think the Bucks have shown they can pressure quarterbacks. Uh, JPP has been much better than i thought um this year um they've got sue they've got a lot of guys they've got devin white who i lo- love as a as a linebacker i think he's one of the young stars in the nfl um and um i i think i, th- I just give this slight edge to them because of their pass rushing
3: tucker yeah, so I think that the Bucks are a two different things. Basically, I think their pass rush is going to be very good. They're going up against a chief team that is having a lot of problems with their offensive line right now. Uh, So I think that their key to victory is getting to Patrick Mahomes. But also, this team is known for having a not very good secondary. Their cornerbacks get burned, and they're going up against such an elite offense that... I think that their biggest strength and their biggest weakness will be their defense in this game. I think what they need the most is for their defensive line to do what they do best, and what would be a worst-case scenario is for their uh, DBs to fall apart. So, I'm probably giving the edge to the Chiefs in this, just because they I feel more comfortable with the Chiefs uh, defense than I do the Bucs, but the Bucs have the opportunity to be more explosive, in my mind, than the
1: Chiefs do. Dill. Uh, uh, defense. I was actually surprised about the Bucks the past a couple games, and because I hadn't watched you know every game against their high matchups this year, but they seem to be putting in a lot of pressure. So, um, I haven't really been dazzled by the Chiefs. They kind of let other teams into games early, and then kind of just end up winning it in the end. So I'll give the edge to the, to the Bucks, but I mean, it's marginal of an edge and I don't think it's really going to make a difference.
0: Cam, see if we got you this time.
2: Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yep. So I'm going to give the edge to the Chiefs, but yeah, pass rush and run defense. I'll definitely give to the Bucks, but it's going to come down to. It's kind of an eye test thing for me. The Chiefs, when you watch them, they don't let up that many points, and their DBs are always, you know, pretty good defender-wise, and they have really good tackling DBs as well. Pass rush sacks-wise, it's not even close, but they still have Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Sorensen from safety who comes up and make plays, Tyron Matthew. So I think just all around and the eye test, you have to give it to the Chiefs. The Bucks struggled at DB early in the season. They kind of figured it out, but they're not quite there. Um, but yeah, Chiefs by a hair.
0: Uh, much better, Cameron. We could hear you that whole thing. Um, Dale, do you have the list of playoff standings?
1: Yeah, you're up ten to two. Tucker's second at uh, eight and four, and Cam and I are six and six.
0: Okay, so I won. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I guess my pick doesn't matter, but I'll make my pick. So, Tucker, I heard you were telling our grandmother that I might root for the Bucs. Is that true? No. Oh, well, she called me and she said, who are you rooting for? I said the Chiefs. And she was like, well, Tucker said you might root for the Bucs. So no, I, I don't know if that. you thought my pick was in question. Now, so I'll give you my pick now. I might, I might shock some people here. So I've been saying all year since we started breaking down this NFL season that the Chiefs were the team to beat. The Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl, and that the Buck. And then I just had the Bucks not not winning the Super Bowl, getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs. You know, after they lost this the Saints by hundred, I was like, you know, they they can't win this game. They can't win these games to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I, I just think they're out of it and. That Brady magic started showing up, where he just wins games no matter the odds, no matter what. But who would I be if I didn't stick with my original pick? I'm going the Chiefs here. Chiefs are going to win this game. It's 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 gonna it's going to either be, I mean, obviously a route or a close one. Um, I I was leaning towards going route early, but like I said, that Brady magic. I think they'll they'll be in this game. It's gonna be an extremely close game. I think it's gonna be a good game. I'm gonna go Chiefs. 20, 28, box 24. Patrick leads him down and wins it in a last second touchdown drive um, to solidify himself as the new coming, the new king of the NFL. Um, So I got the Chiefs winning this one. And I wouldn't be surprised either if they put up, if it's like 45, 14. I would not be surprised at all. But I think it's going to be close. And I think the Chiefs are just going to edge him out here um so the new dynasty is born and i'm fine with that and i and i pray that that happens because i don't want to hear it about brady for the rest of my life as a buck super bowl winner
3: tucker yeah um i'm going chiefs here as well uh no no charades no beating around the bush i just think the bucks are the better team i think they're more well-rounded The bucks are the better the team. The Bucs? fuck, Chiefs, 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 God damn it. and slip that's going to kill me. Um, But, yeah, I just – I think the Chiefs are an all-around better team in this scenario. Um, This isn't against Brady, but, I mean, this just – it's the new era, I think. And I think this is going to be the Chiefs game to lose. I'm going to say 34-13, Chiefs. Let's go in a route.
0: Uh, Dell, who you got in this game? I know who you're rooting for, but who you got?
1: So, I'm rooting for the Bucks. Uh, there's no reason for me to take the team that I think is going to win at this point, so I'm going Bucks. Plus, I had my take from way back when Tampa Bay winning all three football, uh, bas- football, hockey, baseball, and I was very close in baseball, but I'm also very close in the NFL. But I'm going to pull for two out of three. Go Bucks. Uh, They're going to win 34
2: to 27. Boo! Cameron, who you got? I think I know. This game shall forever go down as the passing of the torch. This game is historical. It's historical. It was meant to be, and how none of us saw this coming from the beginning, we all joked about it, but now that it's reality, it just makes so much sense. Um, it's passing the torch, yeah. I think Brady is ultimately, there's going to be a, a lot of love after the game. Brady's going to, you know, talk Mahomes year off about how great of a guy he is, even after they win by 20. Wow. The Chiefs are going to win. It's not going to be close. Wow. The Chiefs are going to come out early. They're going to come out often. It's something that they have not done, and it's a problem. Well, it hasn't been a problem because they've always come back. If you don't do it, if you don't come out early against Brady, it's not going to be good because he plays up to the opponent's potential. Um, Chiefs come out early. They come out hot. I think they receive the ball if they win the toss and just go down and score. Um ultimately I'm looking at like forty forty two twenty one type action. Like thirty thirty eight. We'll go we'll thirty eight twenty one to be nice.
0: Yeah, no, Ken, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, if Brady makes the plays he did against the Packers, Mahomes isn't gonna let him walk away from that. So Totally believable. All right, uh, we picked the game. Um, any anybody got any expectations for the halftime show? We got the weekend. I'm not too thrilled about it.
1: I I'm kind of hyped on that uh, commercial. He's they got the Pepsi going. He's in the car. The guy's like, "Oh my god, look at it! It's the guy I'm listening to." I'm I'm hyped <laughs> for the commercial. Uh, might be more exciting than the game for some people, which is sad. But I,
2: hope, I mean,
1: I remember when the weekend came out. It was like 2014. And someone was talking about the weekend. and I'm like, dude, it's like, it's Tuesday. What do we talking about the weekend? Is that the next <laughs> thing? I was so confused. Um, I wasn't a very pop culture guy back in the day. He uh, used to
0: bring back the pineapple hair.
1: I do like, I do like, uh, I do like the weekend though. So,
0: um, I, I, What do we want to hear? I want to hear blinding lights. Obviously, I think he, I think he, he does that one pretty, pretty early um i'd like to hear some throw out throwbacks i can't feel my face you know that's another another this, classic this is Ooh, definitely
1: yeah. going to be pre-recorded though right we're, we're convinced pre-recorded. I no
0: I, I no, I think he's going to do it on the
3: field i why think it's was, a live performance right why, why wouldn't he
1: i think it was recorded on the field like two weeks ago
3: I, i'll be pissed if that's true
0: <laughs> i hope not i didn't, didn't see that but cam any thoughts on the halftime show
2: I'll tell you what, those cannons are going off during the halftime show. Oh, that's
1: for sure. Uh, for sure. They better. Be- um, that still counts. I'm eh. I'm eh. I'm very
2: eh. I I'm want pretty much a half-time, 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 show, halftime show. I need spice. And it's not just the weekend, it's because of the whole COVID situation. And the halftime show needs to be in your face. And I think just after last year, nothing will ever. There's no. no touching last year. No. There's no touching it. No, there was definitely no touching allowed last year. Um, <laughs> I made the comment that if they happen to dive into the stand, into the crowd and I was there, I'd In go into prison. Um, I don't know. It, it's the weekend. Uh, who else is joining? Anybody? The they haven't said. Probably. I don't know if they're doing guests <laughs> because of COVID, but they don't yeah, uh, see anything. I'm not going to be able to get hyped up. I'll watch it, I'll I'll see what they do, but I mean, I just, I I really, I, I need either like Shakira and j or like somebody doing like rock music or something, it, it, and I guess Justin Timberlake was good, but The weekend. I didn't uh, like Justin Timberlake, and I do like him, but I didn't like his halftime. Yeah, I liked it.
1: There was too I mean, much hype we'll around see. that one.
2: I, I don't have high, high hopes for it, I'm excited for commercials though. Commercials was my next point. Yeah, but
1: of I, I've heard Budweiser's out. Uh, name other big ones. There's like if, four or five... If you watch... Are, are they, they
0: do release them now before. And if you watch them before the game, you're a weenie. And I don't want to speak to you. You have to watch them during the game. If you go and spoil yourself on the commercials... Yeah, you're I don't fuck with that. No, not at all.
1: Yeah, um, but you heard me, right? The There's big names that aren't doing them this year? They just said, nah. They are yeah. Oh. Budweiser. So that was going to
0: be my next question. Is because of COVID, is it going to be like no no good commercials?
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, supposedly. Gosh. That's so sad. That sucks. So what's, right, well, what's the argument there? Not as many people are going to watch it, so why are we going to pay all this money for Slavon? So well, I feel like more people will watch it. No, it's yeah,
1: just too know. expensive companies aren't making as much money. Not-
2: oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, that makes
0: sense. That sucks. That's. Bogus. They should have lowered the, the NFL should have lowered their price at the
2: network well, price. I guess it makes sense Budweiser wouldn't be making as much money wholesale, but I'm sure they're doing great in, in liquor stores. <laughs> I know the liquor store I worked
0: in was friggin' killing it. They hope quarantine never ends. Um, all right, I wanted to touch on something that was said on First Take the other day by playoff Danny Amendola, one a, a Patriot fan favorite who. Uh, year after year, took pay cut after pay cut to play for the Patriots, and they said, "Oh yeah, we, we got you when you're when you're a free agent, we got you." And then he was a free agent, and they were like, "Ah, screw off, get out of here." He said, "When you look up the Patriot way in the dictionary, there's going to be one man's picture next to it: Tom Brady. Coaches had nothing to do with it. They never caught any passes. Yeah, yeah, they spent a lot of time in the film room because they live at the facility, but they never caught any passes. They never threw any passes. It was all Tom Brady, and." This is it for you, you, Tom Brady fans. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted. You wanted everybody to turn on, turn on Bill and start saying how your dynasty was built on one, the back of one player, even though we all know that's not true. It's just you're gonna hear it for the rest of your life. And I hope you guys are happy for rooting for Tom Brady. Um, I think there is a point to this, and I think I think Amadillo is doing this. He's not taking a shot at his former teammates or anything like defenses. He's taking a shot at Belichick because he's mad that he didn't get paid. But I and I think he has a point. I mean, I think these coaches just think that they are the ones who did it all. Uh, there was there was a book written about the Patriots dynasty where Bill Belichick was walking off the field on the super first Super Bowl and saying, "I can't believe we won with this pack of bums." He was like, "These this this team wasn't that good. Why did we win the Super Bowl? Uh, oh, it's because I'm a genius and nobody can out coach me." Um, but I just I just wanted to get you guys' take on Amidola coming out and saying that basically Belichick had nothing to do with it and. It was all Brady. I mean, it it pisses me off, but I understand why he's saying it, because he's a bum. Um, So, I don't know. Uh, Tucker?
3: Yeah, I think this opens us up to talking about a serious problem, which is CTE and mental health among Mm -hmm. NFL players. Uh, Danny Amendola clearly going off the deep end. We saw this year ago when he was wrote that rant to his girlfriend ex-girlfriend talking about the scrawny dude she's hooking up with and how good he was at sex in a instagram post so um danny Amendola clearly has cte uh (laughs) mental health
2: issues uh i wish him the best but
3: i can not take a word of what he says seriously because he is clearly a lunatic. That is all.
1: Phil? Yeah, there's merit to this take too. Um, <laughs> CTE the is, King. It, it, CTE is. <laughs> CTE is a development of our time and we need to have a better understanding of it. Um, a- Amandola is a nutcase. Um, also a nutcase, the 23 year old guy that got arrested, former player. At Pizza Hut this weekend, um, or this, yeah, this past weekend, uh, somebody made his order incorrectly, and he proceeded to punch down windows and have an absolute fit. So, I'm on board, Tuck, I feel ya.
3: Let's go.
2: Uh, Cam, any thoughts? Yeah, I think it's, um, bad for... Patriots, dynasty, history kind of thoughts. However, I think Bill, if he even read it, probably just laughed. Um, and now he's kind of in like a watch this mindset where he's going to go off and try to prove everybody wrong again, which I don't think he's going to do. Um, that being said, I don't agree with Amandola. I think it was a team effort, mostly Brady. A lot to do with Brady, but Belichick still... Belichick obviously, if he wasn't there, I don't think that they heard as many Super Bowls. Um, so I yeah, as far as the crazy thing goes, I I don't know much about that. The thing that about you said, um, what you said Tucker is uh, a little odd for sure. But um, yeah, maybe he does have, have a concussion issue, and
0: I hope I wish him the best. If my girlfriend looked, if my ex girlfriend looked like Olivia Coppola, I'd probably go crazy too. But um. Skip Bayless followed it up by saying it was 75% Brady, 20, 25% Belichick. So I hope you guys are happy, all of you that are out here rooting for Brady, uh, to succeed outside of Belichick. That's on you, not on me. Um, okay, let's break down the big trade. Stafford to L.A., Goff to Detroit for a litany of picks. Um, so this is, this is a weird one for me. So Stafford, I think – I like Stafford. Um Cam, you can you can dip out if you want. Go ahead.
2: Uh, Cam's leaving us early. Yeah. So just i I'll reiterate that um, I think they both won, but ultimately the Rams were in a win-now or win-never situation. They got a guy they really liked and thinks they can bring the, you know, one missing piece of the puzzle. I love Stafford. I think he deserves a shot, and I hope that they uh, make a run for it in the near future. Peace. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: So what I was, as I was saying, uh, this is a weird trade for me because I think I like Stafford and he, the the thing about him though, is he's getting older. He's got, he's had a broken back, like he's had injury issues and he's got the stink of loser on him. He's one of the, he's like ranked 30th in win percentage for quarterbacks, active quarterbacks. Um, And he's played a lot of games. He's, He's very tough. I'll say that about him, but he just loses. And if he's that that guy that's going to get the Rams to that next level, he's got to be a guy who wins. They win with golf. I don't. Cam said they don't win with golf. They've gone to the playoffs with golf several times. They've made it to a Super Bowl with golf. Yeah, they went on the hangover, but I think they could have won with golf. I think golf is far from done. I don't think he's elite, but I think he's a solid quarterback. I would have been fine with him coming to New England. Um, I think this is too much too much to give up for the Rams. Like Tucker was saying, they gave up all their first picks first round picks for him. I just think it's too much for an old quarterback with injury issues. And I, I, I would love to see Stafford succeed because he deserves it more than a lot of guys in this league. He's tough as hell. Um, I just, I, I just get the feeling that they're not going to make that next step with Stafford. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think him and golf are in the same realm of quarterback uh, and goss a lot younger and can still develop. I think so. I, I don't love the trade for L.A. I think, I think for Detroit, you're getting a decent quarterback who's got experience, played in the Super Bowl. You have a ton of draft picks to build on. You just got rid of a dog crap head coach, uh, even though I think this new one is even dumber. Um, but I think you got something to build on now. So I, I, I think Detroit's the winner in this. Um, Tucker, I know you like trading the first picks, but who do you got as the winner?
3: Yeah, so uh, I think there's a win-win. Uh, I genuinely do. Uh, we can say what we want about Goff. I thought he was a good QB, uh, but he clearly wasn't what they were looking for in Los Angeles. Uh, I think Matt Stafford's a better fit. If that's so, then good for them. They got off of Jared Goff's huge contract, which is huge for them. Um, and they lost draft picks, which sucks. But, I mean, if you're trying to be in a win now, you got to have the QB you want. And getting rid of all that cap space is also a huge bonus for them in this trade. And then if you're the Lions, this trade couldn't have gone better for you. You got two first-round picks and a third-round pick, and you got a quarterback that you never know could be a good quarterback for you through the future, could not, I'm not really sure. Honestly, I like Jared Goff. I would try and run with him in Detroit, but if not, I mean... At least you still got two firsts and a third. It's like not like you really lost this trade, even if Jared Goff doesn't pan out. So it's a win-win. But I think the Lions end off with the longer stick here. Uh, why did they give Goff that deal?
0: Is another question I have. Originally, why did they do I'm that? Not sure, it's so dumb. They just people want to pay these quarterbacks off the rip, like Jimmy G and like Jared Goff off rip. Just be like, give him all the money he wants in case he's good and we'll figure it out down the line. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, Dill, your thoughts on the trade?
1: We touched on it a little bit. Um, I feel the same way. I think, I mean, the lines are just bad, so I don't really care if Jared Goff's on the lines. So uh, Stafford to the Rams, eh. All right. It's probably the same thing as if they had Goff, at whatever. They're both going to be, or well, the Rams are going to be mediocre and the Lions are going to be terrible, so it's fine.
0: All right. Uh, do we have anything else for the show? I don't believe so. All righty. Um, so that's Super Bowl breakdown. We lost uh, a podcaster along the way. Can't say I'm surprised. Cam hates doing this podcast and never wants to show up. So we'll have our takes tweeted out timely this week, I promise. And uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the big game. Go Chiefs. Uh, I hope Brady throws 15 interceptions and tarnishes his legacy. Um, and, yeah, so check us out on our socials. And uh, thanks for getting with us. We'll see you next week.
2: Bye. See you. Bye.